Hi, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. This is the episode, but this is episode want versus need. As I've been off air for a while, been uh, displaced from our place of residence recording in a basement right now. We'll continue on. I don't know what the episode number is. This is Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. And the subject is need versus want. This has come up from, you know, several conversations and meetings I've been to and conversations I've had. You get what you need, not what you want. Personally, in our life, um, I found myself getting sober 48 years ago. My mantra during that time, didn't even know what a mantra was. But my mantra was... You got what you need, not what you want. Get what you need, not what you want. It's an interesting thing that I want to talk about. The whole idea of need and want. And what it's about. And how it translates into recovery. And perhaps the best way to do that is to go into my history with getting sober. I'm going to sort of go there and talk to you about my history of getting sober. That's what I'm going to do right now. You know, I got sober 48 years ago. Uh, my sobriety is in November of 74. And as I got sober, I had to deal with the uh, pains of recovery. Recovery is not an easy operation. It's full of discomfort and anxiety and pain and repercussions from stuff I've done. And um, I was not comfortable when I got sober. I was uh, anxious. I was nervous. My nerves were shot. You know, I was in, I was in, you know, sort of detox from my drinking. And um, I, I just was not comfortable. As I went sober and I went to meetings and stuff like that, I, I realized that you got to have a way to adapt to, you know, just not feeling altogether well, or at least emotionally well. I was anxious. The only place I was feeling really comfortable was in an AA meeting where I was distracted and I was uh, listening. So it was a, it was a difficult time difficult time for me so from somewhere I realized you know instead of worrying about what was going on I just simply just said all of them like you get what you need not what you want you get what you need not what you want you get what you need not what you want and the funny thing is I didn't realize it at the time but it's a faith argument it's an argument that God will give you what you need, but not necessarily what you want. Now, why is that? Why can you come up with that premise that you're going to get what you need, not what you want? Well, the problem with it is, is that as I was getting sober, I realized that I had a very flawed and and imperfect wanter. Um, And the more I got sober and cleared up, more I realized what I wanted wasn't necessarily good for me all the time. Hence came, you get what you need, not what you want. 
It's a declaration of faith that if I put my trust in God, he will give me what I need, not what I want. Now, what do I mean by that? What, what's, what's, what's the big deal? What do I mean by you get what you need, not what you want? Well, let's talk about the wanter. That was a key thing. I didn't want to feel paid at all. That was obvious. I didn't want to feel pain at all. I did not want to feel pain. I wanted to not feel pain, but what else did I want? I wanted to feel pleasure all the time. I wanted to be calm all the time. I wanted not to have to do all the things I had to do to stay sober. I wanted not to face my issues. I wanted to not have to do the steps. I wanted not to have to do all the recovery stuff. I just wanted everything to change. I wanted to change spontaneously, like a virgin birth, like a virgin thing. I wanted virgin's sobriety. I wanted maturity without pain, and maturity without working the steps. I wanted perfect recovery. I didn't get perfect recovery. Perfect recovery was me was to automatically get, get better just by staying sober and not doing what they suggested. I wanted some sort of immaculate conception. You know, I was, and I realized that. I started to realize that I wanted the greatest, simplest, magnificent recovery at no cost to me. I wanted recovery without taking a suggestion. I wanted recovery without doing the work. I wanted recovery without going to meetings. I wanted to be, I basically wanted to get, forgive me, shit-faced and not pay the price. I wanted the, I wanted an alcoholic's, you know, dream. Recovery without pain. I wanted everything a drunk wants. I basically wanted to drink without consequence. I wanted progress without perspiration. I wanted all these stuff. I wanted, you know, like in early sobriety, I wanted the recovery relationship without the pain. I wanted, I wanted the, the job without nervousness. I wanted the, the girlfriend without preparation. I wanted all sorts of things. I wanted recovery without any work at all. You know, in other words, I wanted recovery that allowed me to feel like I was messed up, that I was getting drunk without getting drunk. I certainly didn't want to work the steps. I didn't want to do any work. I didn't want to perspire any. I wanted things that were completely, absolutely impractical in reality. And so, when I faced a, my getting sober times and they told me what I had to do, I knew in my heart that I did not want th that didn't want that, but I, I didn't want to die. So I had to come to a thing. That's where I came. I get what I need, not what I want. I had to trust that the God of my understanding would give me what I n needed, not necessarily what I wanted. And that's the way it worked. That, that was the, the foundation of my recovery. You get what you need, not what you want. Now, what does that mean in spiritual terms? 
What does that mean in all sorts of other ways? You know, it's strange, but um, faith is the foundation of, of recovery, but the foundation of a life in Jesus, too. You got to believe that he is, and he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. You know, that's salvation. That's uh, faith in Jesus is the, is the foundation of salvation. In other words, you believe that he is, and he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. And you believe that faith in his, his death, burial, and resurrection is the keys to forgiveness. That's a long reach. That's a long reach. And you also have to be willing to follow him and obey him. That's a farther reach. Because following him and obeying him is almost pretty contrary to what you want. You know, and and you have to come to grips with that. You have to come to grips with that. You have to come to grips with the fact that following Jesus is going to in obedience leads you to places you don't want to go that is the name of salvation that is the stumbling block when I was coming to grips with getting saved I realized I didn't have the words for it but I realized I was going to get what I need and not what I wanted that I could have life with him and forgiveness for everything, and peace with him who is going to in- inevitably call the balls and strikes on me. But that required willingness to do not necessarily by what I wanted, but what I needed. Salvation is about getting what you need and not what you want. Sobriety is getting what you need and not what you want. And you say, Chuck, if I don't want it, I don't do it. I completely get it. I get it completely. But there's a problem with that. If you don't do what you need to do, there is no chance at all you're even remotely going to get what you want. You might get it, want what you want temporarily, but you're definitely not going to get what you need. What you need is safety in Jesus. You need sobriety. You need something. And you're not going to get it with an attitude of, I want to get what I want at all costs, and I'm not going to surrender myself to faith in Jesus and allowing him to order my steps. It's not going to happen. It's just simply not gonna happen you get what you need not what you want so in a lot of ways in this in a spiritual sense the spiritual walk especially in Jesus is you get what you need not what you want and that's a declaration of faith a declaration of faith is despite what I suspect what what I worry about and suspect you know God is going to give me what I need if I do things that I don't want to do. That's the, that's the whole, if you're looking for a key to sobriety, it's a lot there. 
you've got to decide to go another way than accept the way you were doing before. And chances are you're like me. You were picking the next best want you had, applying all your efforts to get the want, even though it became perfectly obvious that you weren't going to, you were incapable of getting what you want or figuring out what it was or figuring out what it was good for you and getting it to stay. You were not able to find, figure out what you wanted. It just, it, it didn't work. And if you're listening to me, you know it. I, you, I know you know it. You hate my guts for it, but you know it. You can't get, your wanter doesn't want the right things. And your heart needs something. Your heart needs Jesus. Your heart needs safety. Your heart needs acceptance. Your heart needs the power to get your willful self to move in the right direction. Your heart needs help from a higher power, a Jesus, to, to get you where you can't get to yourself. So you get what you need, not what you want. And that's in the basics. That's in the absolute basics. Now you're saying, well, where, where does that get me further on? It gets you where you need, not what you want. As you get sober, you want all sorts of things that you're going to discover you're not fixed up to get. You're going to, you're going to as you get sober, you want, you want peace in your life. You're not, probably not going to get peace. You want to make good decisions, which you have a record of not making. Also, you want that recovery relationship, which probably is not what you need, but it's what you want. You want the perfect recovery relationship. But you can't if you're honest with yourself. If you're honest with yourself, and you look at what you want in a recovery relationship, you're honest with yourself. What you want in a recovery relationship is to, forgive me, cat around like you did when you're using without consequence. Sobriety doesn't work. Cleanness doesn't work that way. Recovery doesn't work that. Reality works in those recovery relationships. You're finding a relationship with somebody who is incapable of having a relationship. And the only reason you want it is to have something to warm your feet and other things. Whoever you are, you know, you're not doing what they suggest. You're doing what you want to do. And it doesn't work out well. And a lot of times I, I had a, ran a sober house for five and a half years. One of my house managers got tangled up in a recovery relationship and it was so crazy, and they most of them are, that he picked up and completely messed up his, a lot of pieces of his life. I mean, it, he, got, he got clean pretty quick again, but it cost him and he had to struggle through and it worked out okay for him. But 
it did not work. A recovery relationship early is, you know, is not good. But what is it? You're going for what you want and not what you need. A prime example. Early sobriety has tons of those prime examples. You can't go on your wants. And you got to trust God will provide the, the needs. A lot of times in early recovery, we want recovery without faith. And this, we, we want faith that we name ourselves. We want the, the epitome of AA faith. God as I understand him. The trouble with it is that God isn't necessarily how you understand him. He is what he is. He, ha- he is what he is, and he, who, he is who he says it is. And who he says he is, and what he believes in, and how he runs his universe, is a lot of times not what we want. But it is what we need. So if you're saying, well, AA says... I can name my higher power. It works because he's generous and gracious. But if you demand it and stay that way, you're going to get hijacked. And there's plenty of other spiritual forces that will gladly hook their wagon to you and take you off into the boondock someplace. The spiritual part about it is you have to understand that God only gives you what you need and usually a lot of times it's not what you want right away, especially for recovery people. Recovery people, I go to meetings and I go to a, I got saved and stuff like that. And if you talk about Jesus in an AA meeting or an NA meeting, in a secular meeting, you're going to get a lot of grief because nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. Why don't they want to hear that? Why? I'm just asking you, why don't they want to hear that? Why? Because it is definitely not what they want. And they refuse to believe it's what they need. I mean, everybody knows. You follow Jesus, things change. He helps you change, but you, you're called to change. You're called to, to make different choices. Generally, you're called to make choices that you don't want to make. You know, that's why you prefer secular recovery, because you can, you can name the higher power of your choice. The problem with it is, there are higher powers that will do what you want and not what you need. You know, there are animals in the wild kingdom that will do what you want and not what you need. The trouble with it is the end is they eat you. You're going to do what they want rather than than what you need. In the end, they're going to eat you. They're going to eat you whole. Or they're going to bind you so tight you can't get away unless you call for Jesus. That's just the simple fact of the matter here. You know, that's why you need what you get what you need, not what you want. If If you put your cart on somebody you can take care of you and that's somebody's Jesus sorry about that you know now why don't you want to come to Jesus because 
and you want to define your higher power so you can get what you want first. Sorry doesn't work that way. You know, you turn to Jesus, he, and you turn your life and your will over to care of Jesus, then he will give you what you need, not what you want. And I assure you, a lot of it or some of it is not what you want, but it's definitely what you need. What do you say? What do you mean, Chuck? What, what's, you know, read the Bible. Read the Bible or ask somebody to help you read the Bible. You know, I talk about it in my podcast. We'll go over it. But you got to, got to, got to, got to sort of come to grips with the fact that you get what you need, not what you want. If you follow Jesus, you get what you need, not what you want. You know, there's going to be some stuff that's not you're not going to like. There's going to be some stuff that takes away, quote, your freedom. It's just like animal in uh, Africa. If they're, they don't want to get held in a protective pen, they want to be free, obviously. But the problem with it is, if they're not in a protective pen, they're going to get eaten. So it's uh, sort of that way, too. We don't know how to protect ourselves. We don't know anything about how to protect ourselves. You get what you need, not what you want. So a lot of times, the spiritual solution is not what we want to hear, but it's what we need to do. I mean, it's a sort of axiom of of, of recovery is you get what you need, not what you want. So a lot of times, if you think about it, you want everything the meetings tell you not to do. Meetings tell you you got to go to meetings. You don't want to go to meetings. The meetings tell you that, you know, stay away from a relationship at least for the first year. You don't want to do that. You want to get into that relationship with the sickest person in the room as absolute soon as possible. You want to you do a little PDA in the meetings as soon as possible. But you don't want to have the consequences of people who do that. You don't want to be the topic of conversation about why you went out and you, you were dead. But you, you want what you don't need, and, and you just, you just it's, it does not work. You got to let go of what you want for a while and get what you need. And a lot of times, a lot of that is a bunch of stuff you just don't want to do. And faith in Jesus is absolutely the top of the list. I mean, you'll, you'll trade in Jesus for any, any secondary higher power you can think of because you're, you think it's faith, spiritual shopping is like uh, shopping for a car. You get the best deal. Trust me. The devil gives really good deals. It's just they're all baloney. They're not true. He'll sell you a lemon every time. Not a, not a lemon that's just a lemon. He sells you a lemon that's going to kill you. It's going to eat you alive forever. So you get what you need, not what you want. You know, so I'd encourage you. We'll talk about, I'll talk more about it. That's what I do in a podcast talk about all the spiritual ramifications of all this but what my suggestion is after 48 years of sobriety 
go to meetings, do what they say, avoid what they say to avoid. And one more thing, secular meetings, whatever, church, whatever. As you're picking a higher power, just ask Jesus to show you who he is. Simple prayer. Hey, Jesus, here you're around. I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to do what you want me to do. But if you're Jesus and you're who you say you are, Please show me who you are. Persuade me, please. By the Holy Spirit, by whatever, show me you're real and that uh, you have peace for me. Maybe not what I want, but what I need. And then come back. Send me a message. Send me a message. Message me, do something, and tell me what it was. Tell me what. Tell me the response to it. Because generally speaking, if a person reaches out to Jesus, he will reach back. He won't tell you what you want to hear, but he'll tell you what you need to hear. And then come back to me and say, hey, Chuck, I don't like what I'm hearing, but I need what I'm hearing. You do that podcast. We'll talk more about getting what you need and not what you want. And all the different stuff about recovery. Recovery is a journey, a fantastic adventure. But it is has a lot of a lot of painful choices. A lot of hurt that you get when you do what you're supposed to do. But in the end, you get what you need, not what you want. This is Chuck at Last Recovery Podcast at the Junction of Faith and Recovery. I, I wish you the blessings of the Lord, and trust me, trust me. Jesus never fails, but he doesn't necessarily give you what you want. But he is everything you need. Thank you. This is Chuck at Last Recovery Podcast at the Junction of Faith and Recovery. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.